Welcome back to another edition of TC Braves Nation. I'm your host, Brandon Romans, joined in studio as always with my student co-host, Jaden Locker and Balin Middleton. Guys, glad to see you back this morning. And we also have some special guests that will be stopping by with us in just a few minutes. So I know it's a great day. Let's go ahead and kick things off, Jaden. All right. So I'm here with uh, Coach Quinn and Eli Edwards, our starting quarterback. So I'm going to start off with a question for Eli. So um, do you think that you've started the season off in a positive way? Uh, yeah, I feel like uh, we've, we're going on the right track this year. And uh, um, I just want to shout out to my offensive line. They've, they've done me some good. They've created me space for me to get some time in the pocket, throw the, give the ball to the receiver, you know. But um, I feel like we're way better than we were last year. We're ten times better than we were last year. But, yeah, I just, I just feel like this year is going to be – pretty good it's gonna be a good season coach Quinn how are you feeling going into the Alcorn Central game with a big win in the Jamboree against Holly Springs uh, I think I think the the biggest thing for us is is having a one and oh mentality um, you know we had it last week and uh, I challenge these guys I think I talked about it on the, the newscast yesterday but we want to go one and oh every week we always want to be the most excited team to play um, and I'm I'm looking forward to seeing how we'll do in our opener and playing a full four-quarter game. Uh, I thought we were in really good shape last Friday night. I thought we could have played six quarters if we would have needed to. So that's the, that's the thing I'm looking forward to the most is seeing our guys in a in a real competitive situation for four quarters. And, you know how we're going to handle a little adversity, maybe. Um, you know something it's gonna, it's going to be really hot. Um, just you know the kind of the things we're excited about. So, we try to take on the motto this year of uh, when it's too tough for everybody else, it's just right for us. So I want it, you know. I, I think our team wants it to be uh, wants it to be hot Friday. I think we've earned the right to play in it, and uh, we're excited to go get after it. So, Coach, I watched a little bit of film on Central this uh, this week. So um, they have a pretty big nose guard from what I've seen. So how do you plan to stop that? Well, you know, offense is about attacking, right? So. The, the whole thing, you know, the whole thing when you have defensive linemen that are big is I want to try to make them run from side to side. Now, you, you, want, to, you want to try to make it – you try to want to make it a little easier for us to block them, um, get, get a little fatigue factor in there. So, um, you know, Central is – they've got about, uh, about 30 players on their roster. Um, the, the, the guys that they play are not bad football players. Um, they, they're just playing both sides of the ball. So that's the thing that we've got to do is we've got to take some we've got to take advantage of the fact that we're mostly platooning and you know we've got to be the more physical team and we've got to make it a we've got to make it a, a game where we play our cleanest and we take care of the ball and um, I think I think well good things will happen for us. All right, Eli, I got a question for you. So, um, what would you say is like your play style necessarily? Like, what would you say you play like, or who do you think you play like? Uh, if you had to compare yourself to a college or NFL quarterback? Well, uh, Coach Quinn always tells me just uh, <clears throat> focus on myself. Don't be like anybody else in practice. Like last week I was trying to be like Patrick Mahomes, be a playmaker. And he was like, just focus on yourself. Don't be like anybody else. Be just, Eli Edwards. That's yeah. plenty. Yeah, he said just be, just be yourself. <laughs> but uh, uh, if I would compare myself, I would be like Patrick Mahomes. I could yeah. throw good on the run and uh, – um, I could run the ball when I need to and get get the ball out as quick as possible if I if I want to. So if that if that makes me Andy Reid, that's a good thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we seen Eli do we seen Eli do that too in the the, the Jamboree. I seen him run some. I seen him throw on the run, and he threw he threw pretty well. 
Coach Quinn, how are you encouraging and making your players want to be at practice every day, even with the heat outside? Well, you know, I think the first thing is, like, our guys know we're going to take care of them. You know, like, I, that's why I made them be here all summer, because it's important to be in good enough shape to go practice when it's 90 degrees outside. So, we're taking care of them. You know, we're, we're following the heat rules very strictly. Like, last night, we didn't we didn't get started till 6 o'clock. You know, we were out there from 6 every bit until 8. So, you know, it, it was almost like it was when you were a kid. Well, maybe not y'all. Y'all had PlayStations and Xboxes and all that stuff, but – um, like it was when you, you know, me and Mr. Romans were kids at least was, you know, when the street light comes out, you know, street light goes out, it's time to go inside. So that's how it was last night. Um, but they, they know we're going to take care of them and they know that if they practice hard, that the, the more work we get done in, in a set amount of time, the faster we'll get through it and the faster we'll let them go. So coach, um, so, Coach, uh, we have three three pretty good running backs. So, how have you been um, getting them each playing time, and how do you decide who's going to get the jar, uh, starting job from week to week? Well, I hate to really, you know, un you know, let y'all look behind the curtain here, but last week we played rock paper scissors to see who got <laughs> who got to, who got to go out first. They are all uh, they are all like one A, one B, and one C. I mean, in in any order, and all of them do things differently. Um, you know, like. TP runs like a maniac. Like, he runs ridiculously hard. Um, he wants the ball all the time. Uh, and, and, you see, and you see that out of him. Like, there's, there's no situation where he doesn't want the football and he wants to run. And then he gives all the credit to the offensive line. So, we love that. Uh, Dayton's got a little bit of twitch. He gets, he gets accelerated really fast and can get to the edge some. And Matt is kind of like a combination of both of them. Uh, Matt's pretty good in the open field. He's got the Jets, too, and he turns it on and he makes a cut. He can go north and south right now. Uh, really proud of the production out of all those guys from, from last Friday night. And they do such a good job in practice of encouraging each other. And we've got another freshman running back that they've kind of like adopted. And uh, they encourage him, too. And, uh, you know, like it's, it's little things in a program that makes you feel like you're doing things right. And that we're on the right track in the spring game, when the the young the young running back uh, is is out there, and like you can see on the film, Matt and TP are standing side by side on our sideline, watching him run. He rips off like a ten yard run, and they're like jumping up and down. Then he fumbles the ball, and you see them both like drop their head and like, you know, react it's a to that. It's brotherhood. It is. We we feel like a football team now, and that's the thing that I'm proudest of. We felt like a team last Friday night. We were energized. We were enthusiastic. We were rooting for each other. Our sideline was ridiculously amped, and uh, and we're going to carry that with us all season. And I think I think it's going to be fun to watch. How does even competing like your running backs for every single spot and every single minute elevate your practices and make them more competitive? That is a great question, Baylor. That, that is a fantastic question. Um, I, when you have competition at positions, it brings the best out in everyone. You know, it's easy and it's human nature, right? If I feel like I've got something sewn up, it's in the bag. You're not going to try as hard, right? And that's something that you have to do, and especially like with us having three different middle schools, is you get kids that were the best at their middle school, you know, and, and they're not used to having to compete for that playing time. So they're just – they're used to practice habits being, oh, well, it's just practice. You know, so with the young ones that get up here, you have to you have to really you really have to you know take that out of them. Like, hey, every rep in practice is an opportunity to prove to me whether you can play or not. You know, like what you what you do at practice is going to is is going to fully represent the amount of playing time you get on Friday. So when you have a room like our running back room, 
when you have a room like that and you got three guys that you can roll out that are interchangeable that know that know how to do everything that we're doing and they're excited about football practice every day you can you can you can use that as an example for the rest of the football team so coach um so how have you been preparing for the central game this week i asked you a little bit about how have you been preparing uh, the offensive line for um, one of their stout defensive linemen, but how have you been preparing the team in general? You know, I, one and zero mentality, right? Like we're we're doing everything in our power to go one and zero this week, and you know, it's a and, and reminding the seniors, like, hey, this is the last first game that you get, unless something great happens and you go play at the next level, and it, even if you do, it'll be different than this. It won't be on a Friday night, you know. Like if you're playing JUCO, it'll be on Thursday. If you're playing college, it'll be on Saturday. There will be no more Friday nights where you get to you know, put on in front of your community and all your friends and family. So, you know, imparting to them, you know, that, you know, there's, there's, there's no way that we're not going to play up to our standard Friday. It's about us and making everything about us and not about who we're playing because uh, they don't control anything that we do. It's about our energy, our attention to detail, and our willingness to go compete for four quarters. So, Eli, I got a question for you. So, if I'm correct, you did not play quarterback last year. Is that right? Yes. Yes, that's true. Yes, that's you were, I think, a tight end and a linebacker, right? Uh, I was just a tight end, yes. Tight end, tight end, gotcha. All right, so have you been adapting to that change? I mean, I know you started out as – when you uh, first got up here, you were a quarterback, but um, you started at tight end, I think, or maybe swapped in and out some. So how have you been adapting to that change because you've never been the starting quarterback and it's a big role to take? Um, that's a good question. Um, I just really just, like, I last year I was – I just looked up to Chandler and fixed and just, you know, basically uh, went off of what he um, – mistakes he made. And uh, I was just like – I was like, yeah, I'm going to be the next leader up, next uh, person up, so I got to really lock in and all that stuff. But tight end wasn't really my position last year. And, uh, like, as you said, I was in and out. But, uh, yeah, I really – I really knew that I was going to be the next person up because I played quarterback my freshman year, and uh, I knew I had the talent to play quarterback my senior year. So, yeah, I just just went off the mistakes of Chandler did last year. So. Well, you know, tell everybody the truth too, right? We started throwing in January. Oh yeah, yeah, we started we started throwing in January, and uh, if it wasn't for Coach Quinn, I'd be uh, would be the quarterback, you know. Uh, I was a little rusty at first because, you know, I went through the whole year last year without throwing the ball. And, uh, yeah, it just started throwing January and then slowly gotten better and better. Eli, with it being your senior year, how are you having to step into the leadership position and elevate the people around you? Um, well, I try to leave the leave my senior year uh, for the, like, the underclassmen as a as – a, Passing the torch. Yeah, I almost like passing the torch and stuff, and I want to leave. I want to leave here as like a good leader, and uh, want to be uh, want to show like other underclassmen that it's okay to be a leader sometimes, and not okay to like be like a uh, real jerk sometimes to the to the other people. But like like during practice yesterday, our defense was doing terrible, and and like. We our defense didn't have no leadership at all, so we had a, our offense guys had to pick up our defense, and and that, I think that really showed up showed up <clears throat> the underclassmen that it's not as that it's okay to be a leader, 
Well, you know, too. We, I mean, and that's a that's a really good point. And that's how and that's how teams mesh, right? We've got like six or seven sophomores playing on defense right now. They're not as vocal, and we've got a really old offense. You know, we've got four out of five up front are seniors. We've got a senior quarterback. We've got a senior tailback or two senior tailbacks. So, you know, sometimes it's uh, that, that side of the ball, we'll have to pick that other side of the ball up and bring them along. Um, but, yeah, it's, uh, it's been fun. It's been fun watching, you know, Eli develop it's, uh, over the course of, you know, January and February and March and April going into spring. Like, we had some mechanical stuff that we had to fix and, you know, some – some habits that you know, some habits that you got to break when you're throwing the football. But he uh, he played really well Friday night, and he he was the captain of the ship. Now we just have to uh, make sure we look every snap in, right? Oh yeah. Yes, so I know we are so excited to see y'all play on Friday. Kickoff is at seven at Alcorn Central. The theme is Hawaiian, so be loud, be there, and come and support your Braves. Mahalo. Thank you. Let's do it. We are back with head volleyball coach and basketball coach, Coach Brian Middleton. We are glad to have you in here today. Yeah, thanks, guys. Glad to be here. So, Coach, we just won last night, if I believe. So, how did that feel? Yeah, a lot better than uh, the other <laughs> option there. You know, so uh, we went to South Pontotoc, another 4A school, got a got a 3-1 uh, victory over them. And uh, just, just getting back in the win column feels good, guys. I know beating someone in 4A – definitely helps push momentum towards the playoffs because that is a chance that you will see them in in the first, second, or third round. So how does that elevate your confidence going into, like, the postseason? Yeah, our girls our girls are pretty good at com- compartmentalizing, uh, you know, what's in really important. And we've played a really tough schedule to start and haven't played any 4A teams and, um, and getting into some 4A uh, volleyball last night, good. It was good for getting a win. And then, you know, looking forward, yeah, it, it does, definitely gives us some momentum knowing we may see somebody like South in the playoffs um, or, or maybe even South Pontotoc themselves. You know, I think we met them two years ago on their own floor and swept them there. Um, so it was good to get a win, and it was good to get a yeah, 4A win. And then, you know, we open up division next week with Amory on Thursday. So uh, looking forward to that. That will be exciting, getting in some really important games. So we went into that game with a loss. So how did you all bounce back or how did you prepare them in practice? Or what did you do to basically, um, I guess, push them towards the, the right way or give them more momentum? Yeah, look, we went in with quite a few losses. Um, you know, we hadn't been playing well. And um, sometimes getting, getting back in that win column is really tough. And a lot of teams make it look easy and it's not. Um, so getting back in the win column was – Really tough as a struggle, you know. I took a little bit of the, of the, you know, blame for not having them ready in that last one, and I thought we were a lot more prepared last night. And uh, you know, the girls trying to get them to self-assess, to look in the mirror and say, hey, you know, what can I do a little bit better to help this team? And so we're all kind of doing that, hoping it'll push us in the right direction. So, coach, uh, who do we got next on the schedule? Yep. Uh, Next Monday, uh, the 28th, I believe it is, is Belmont at home. Uh, so that'll be a little bit of a rivalry game there. And then, then after that, we open up division with Amory on Thursday. And so we're excited about, um, you know, getting into division play and just using, using these non-division games to get better for that. So let's talk a little bit more about the Belmont game. So obviously they're a rival here at, uh, at TC. Um, it's always fun playing them. But their volleyball team has been good in recent years. So, how are you preparing your team for that game? That's an especially hard game. Yeah, it's going to be a tough challenge. Um, they're they're really talented. Um, 
you know, got a couple of, uh, you know, really talented players. They got a senior over there who's one of the better players in the state uh, in Moody. So, um, you know, that'll be um, a big challenge for us. But, again, uh, you know, it's just about using that game to better ourselves for Amory on Thursday because really the really really important game, unfortunately, you know, I have to say this, is, is that division game. Mm-hmm. And so, um, you know, moving on to that is going to be good. And so Belmont is just another team that's going to challenge us and um, – you know, give us a really, really good look at a, at an elite team before we get into division play. Like you said, the games before division are not as important as the division games. How are you getting your players to shake off the last the losses that we've had and elevate, knowing that we're about to hit division play? And if that goes good, we're looking good going into postseason. Yeah, that's hard, and I can see the frustration on their faces. You know, going through this little losing streak we had um, of of not being able to understand. You know, why are we going through this and you know, we, we thought we were going to be a little bit, you know, record-wise a little bit better than we are now. But just being able to shake that off and understand we're still a quality team and um, and get ready for, for this division stretch that's about to come up. Because I think after um, after Monday, man, it's division game after division game after division game all the way into October pretty much. And so uh, we think we have a shot at making the playoffs and making a deep run, and uh, we're excited about that. So we want to get off to a good start next Thursday against Amory. Uh, students, we need that student section uh, lit that day. That would be great yes. to get to get that going. So, Coach, um, with some of the losses, uh, who do you think has picked up a leadership role on your team? I've challenged all my seniors, um, you know, whether it's, you know, um, Reese and, and, you know, they follow Reese's body language. And so, you know, we want to make sure that, you know, she's um, on top of that. Um, I told her the other day, I was like, you got to put a smile on your face and fake it till you make it. And so um, she's trying to do that. And, you know, Gracie trying to get her to lead, you know, back row and then, you know, more vocal out of her and more example out of her and probably – you know, encourage Zarelli to, again, lead with um, a little more vocal leadership. And then, you know, Tate does a good job of vocal leadership on the, you know, over there. And so, you know, last night she was leading us in some cheers. She was making stuff up as she goes. And so just to keep the energy up. And then, you know, Haley is out there trying to do the same. And so I have I have five, six good seniors. Uh, Margaret uh, is another one. She's been really positive. And so – um, those six seniors have to take over. They have to lead in these situations because they've been here before. And then your underclassmen are able to kind of follow that. But, you know, leadership on our team, I'm glad you asked that question, Jane, because it's really important being that we're starting two eighth graders. And, um, you know, we can't put – I think one night we put a lot of pressure on them. Yeah. Um, yeah. Not, not being really good leaders. So we're kind of learning that as we go and um, hopefully – we it's a little nerve wracking too. It, yeah. it, you're it, you're as a, you're an eighth grader and you're stepping up in such a big role and playing a high school and sport. having to make big plays in big moments. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it it is tough and you know, but again, uh, this is a good learning experience not only for for sports but for life. Like, be a leader. You know, don't let people drag you down. Don't. You know, don't get frustrated with the circumstances you're in at the moment and let them affect the circumstances five minutes later or five days later. You, you, your life is something you have to keep challenging at every day and keep working at every day. And so it's a great lesson for us to learn, not only as players but as people. All right, so, Coach, uh, going back to talking about the uh, eighth graders that's playing volleyball, so how have you um, prepared them? For some, I guess, the challenges of playing high school, it's not – and there's a lot more, I guess, stress – 
and they have to worry about a lot more since they're starting on varsity. Yeah, and that we try to do that by by putting some, you know, trying to get the seniors to to take on more of that pressure and not put them in positions necessarily to to do more than they think they can. And then they're just allowed to go play freely at times. And, and that's what we really want. And I thought Meg did a great job of that last night in the game. She started swinging freely. And even in the last game we yes, lost here, um, her and Sophie both looked like they were freeing themselves up and, and getting rid of some of that stress. With the leadership role, I know when things are not going as well and people get down, how are you having to teach your leaders to take over and stay positive and keep our team jailed? We come watch a volleyball game and you will see an emotional sport. Like it is a roller coaster and it is frustrating. And so, you know, in basketball, I told the girls the other day, some of the basketball girls are frustrated because, you know, this wasn't going right. And I'm like, you know, in basketball, we've got when something's going wrong, we're going to call a certain play and we're going to get Reese Moore the ball in a certain spot or we're going to get, you know, somebody in the ball in a certain spot and we're going to score. And that's so hard to do over there. You cannot micromanage or manipulate the game as well. And, uh, you know, it's, it's frustrating. So um, we're just trying to encourage them to, to not get in their heads, to be ready to make a play at any time. And uh, they're doing a better job. They did a better job of that last night. We're going to continue to get better. I promise you that. Well, that's all we have. Make sure, students, you come to the volleyball game next Monday against Belmont. We need a loud crowd. Thank you for coming in.